0: buttons and bullet triggers this is gun funny
1: welcome to gun funny episode 62 today we're going to chat with kurt from blue alpha gear make a prank call about dating profiles and talk about safety bullet Today's panel is Sean Heron, and I'm Ava Flanell.
2: And guys, I'm pretty excited. I had a lot of coffee today, so I'm feeling pretty good. How are you today?
1: <laughs> I just feel like I'm, you know,
2: I... <laughs> like you had a stroke or
1: something. Kind of, yeah.
2: I was like, I'm over here looking for left side paralysis. And
1: <laughs> do you see anything?
2: No, I, I mean just paralysis. But okay. otherwise, you're good. Do you smell? <laughs> do you smell burning feathers? No. Okay, well, good. Do you? No, that. Nope. Ah, oh, did you fart?
1: <laughs> I thought, do you smell popcorn? <laughs> <laughs> Dang it.
2: <laughs> All right guys. First off, <laughs> let's talk about Manticore Arms. Ava, I know there was something you wanted to talk about.
1: Yeah, so I was on their social media the other day and I noticed uh there was a comparison with the, a Stock Tavor and then uh with the regular butt pad that comes with the Tavor and then the Manticore Arms butt pad. And it's amazing like the difference. It's so much more like slimmer and it's curved to fit nicely in your shoulder and I just thought that it looked amazing.
2: Yeah, one of the things that it I think was a downfall of the Devore was that it, it was like just like a big brick that kind of sat against your shoulder. Absolutely. Uh, I didn't hate it, but I also didn't love it. It's one of those things, and Manicorums does a lot of these, where it's like uh, you're doing the thing and it feels fine, and then you use the curved butt pad and you're like, this is how it should have been from the get-go. It it, it keeps a legal length. It lengthens your length of pull. It pulls it directly into that shoulder pocket. Awesome product. Uh dollars for that one.
1: Yeah, but they're not going to pay full price. Because? If they use the code GUNFUNNY15, that gets them 15% off.
2: All right. That is pretty damn awesome. Go check them out, manticorearms.com. Let's get into it.
1: Learn the things you never knew
0: on Deconstructing the Industry.
1: Kurt, how's it going today? It's going good. I mean, right you? now, well, I'm sure, you know, after you just joined the show, you're probably like, hey, I'm feeling great about myself <laughs> <laughs> hanging out with these two idiots. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely.
2: Uh, it's not Kurt's first time hanging out with a bunch of idiots.
1: <laughs> no, it definitely Oh yeah, is. he was on that show, like we like shoot or whatever.
0: <laughs> yeah, something yeah. like that. <laughs> yep. So there.
1: what is Blue Alpha Gear?
0: Blue Alpha Gear is a business that I own with uh, one other person and we started it. Kind of because we, you know, we wanted we wanted to start a business. We were kind of bored at our day jobs, and we wanted to do something in the firearms industry. And Blue Alpha Gear is a company that makes mainly belts right now, but eventually we're going to probably expand outside of that a little bit. But right now it's concealed carry belts, EDC belts, and inner or outer belt systems uh, for tactical use stuff like that.
2: So I'll tell you I know that you guys kind of started off doing some other things and then found your way to belts. Kind of tell us yep. what you, what you did before that and and how you found your way into the belt world.
0: Sure. So um uh, we started off with making Kydex holsters back in 2015 and back then there was like a huge Kydex boom where, you know, there were super long lead times and it was hard to get it, so we thought that that would be a good place to kind of like enter the enter the industry and we did that. We did just Kydex for like six to nine months or something like that before we started, started the sewing operation. But, you know, Kydex is like holsters. There's a lot of companies out there. It's kind of become a watered down market. And really like, you know, it was, it, it's frustrating to have something for everyone. So you have to tell people know a lot, like, Hey, we don't have this weird holster with this weird cant and this weird, you know, purple sparkle left hand. You know, (laughs) with with a a 32 degree cant. Yeah, exactly. 32 and a half. 32 and a half. Uh, Yes. Yeah. So, but, but really like we found, we found, we got into belts because I ordered a belt. I wanted a new concealed carry belt and I ordered it and it was kind of like, man, this thing's kind of a lot of money for what it is. I had to pay $13 for shipping. And then when I got it, it was in like this USPS priority box, like one of the huge ones. And there was just like a loose belt in the box and it was like 90% air. And like, I had no choice but to pay. That was my only shipping option. And it kind of like clicked of like, Hey man, there's, there's gotta be, there's gotta be a way to do this better. So like Jesse and I talked about, Jesse's my, the co-owner of Bluffa gear. And we decided that there was something there. And so. I was so annoyed by that experience that it kind of triggered us to start making belts and you know, we're two guys with day jobs and families and we have no idea how to sew. So what do you do? You buy an industrial sewing machine and put it in your garage. And <laughs> that's what we did. And it started small and, but it's grown a ton since then. And, and we had to, we were, we're self-taught uh, as far as how to sew. And now we've actually like, We're pretty good at it.
1: How long, how long (laughs) did it take you to learn to sew? Because to this day, I don't know how to sew. So Jesse's
0: kind of the sewing expert. He's, he actually, it, you know, it took five, 10 belts for him to get like the details down, like the main part. But then it it took, you know, it took a few months to kind of like really dial it in. And you know, we're making some really, really good stuff right now. We've got some awesome employees who do an amazing job at having. Really, really high product quality.
1: The other day, when Sean was working on his Halloween costume, he was telling me that he was sewing. I was like, "Wow, you can use a sewing machine." He's like, "No, I'm hand sewing." I'm like, "Okay, anybody can do that." And then well, I looked at his stitching, and it was like, you know, an inch apart from, you know, in out in out. It was
0: kind <laughs> <I> of bad. <laughs> have actually, seen Sean run a sewing machine very recently. I, I was just gonna say,
1: like
2: uh, within like the last ten days, I think I was sewing on their sewing machines. And yeah. how did it come He's out? Terrible. He's uh, really yeah, terrible. Uh, yeah, no, awful, actually. It, okay. It's in the other room. I kept it. It's, uh, yeah. I sewed one of the blue off gear key fobs. Mine was better than Aaron's. I also have Aaron's here.
0: Oh, Aaron's wow. is, Aaron's is like the single worst thing I've ever seen. It is. And yeah. he broke your sewing machine. Yes. Well, <laughs> what doesn't much, yes.
1: he? <laughs> I mean, what doesn't he break I nowadays?
2: Know. I didn't even actually know he broke it until we got back and I heard no. the story.
0: Great. He didn't really technically break it, but I, we thought he had. <laughs> oh, <okay>. so, <laughs> Ridiculous.
1: The last time that I talked to you, uh, which was, this was a while ago, but you were starting a GoFundMe or a Kickstarter campaign to create a new belt.
0: Yeah. So uh, that was in fall of, of 2016. We, we came up with an idea that we thought like, hey, this belt deserves to exist. However, we can't order like, it's a special buckle combination that uh, we, want, we wanted Austria Alpen to make for us special combination of the Cobra buckle. It's called actually called the hybrid buckle. And we named our belt, the hybrid belt. Cause we're very original. <laughs> and, but they didn't really like, they didn't really make that available very easily. So you had to, or we had to order like this huge quantity of them. And that's what made us decide to do a Kickstarter because we were still in Jesse's garage at this time. We were only, we'd only been sewing for like six, six or nine months back then. And, um, So we did this Kickstarter to order like a quantity of 500 of these buckles, which if you know anything about Cobra buckles, they're like super high quality, but they're also super expensive. Mm -hmm. And it was a lot for us as a two person garage business. So we did the Kickstarter and it went really well for us. And we, we had a goal of $10,000 and we raised that in the first 24 hours Nice. And we ended up raising $52,000 by the end of the 30 day Kickstarter. And so it does turn out that, yeah, that belt deserved to exist and it was something people wanted. And the Kickstarter was a great way for us to make it happen because, you know, we were able to fund the launch of that project and we did something which apparently is pretty unusual on Kickstarter, which is actually delivering the product Within mm-hmm. the, the, the time that we promised we would. And right. I think,
2: yeah, I think I got minor <laughs> early as well, and I, cause I yeah. supported the Kickstarter. Okay, and yeah. I did too. And you did yeah. too? Okay. Oh, okay, well I'm sorry, I didn't realize that I had to speak for you.
1: Well, I didn't realize that we were having a competition. <laughs> well, You're like, "Well, cuz I support it." it like, what am not, I over here? Like Donkey Did? Like not I support a competition,
2: it. but if it was, I would win. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kurt, let's go back uh, to the belts just a little bit. You you guys yeah. decided, "Hey, this this whole experience sucks. Let, let's do things in a different way." When you talk about belts and concealed Carry belts and competition belts and like all the different stuff that you guys do, what is important in your mind?
0: Okay, so that's a good point. So, one of the things that frustrated me that helped us decide to start making belts was really a, it was a customer service problem. And that was one of the areas that we thought we could, we could really change the way it's done and change, you know, customers expectations because there's a lot of sizing issues. There's a, there's a lot of little things that can be done to make the overall customer experience much better. And we, we saw that. So, uh, one of the things we started doing was completely free sizing exchanges So if you order a belt from us and you get it and it doesn't quite fit you, there's a there's a form on our website that you can fill out. That's like three different boxes that'll come to us and it'll trigger us to put in a new order for you and that order will be expedited and within a day or two, we'll ship out a new belt and inside the packaging will be a pre-labeled return mailer so the new belt will arrive in your mailbox. You can go to the mailbox. You can take out your new belt that should fit you perfectly now. And you can take the old belt that didn't quite fit and you can put it into the pre-labeled return mailer and you can do the whole exchange at your mailbox and it's completely free. So like there's a lot of belt companies out there that, that don't have something like that. And if you order the wrong size, it's just, it's just yours to keep. Like that's it. It's done. You have to buy another one and try mm-hmm. to like resell this belt somewhere. And I don't think that that's. That's okay.
2: No, it's awesome, and we've actually.
1: Uh, okay, <laughs> I knew you were going to bring this up.
2: We we actually were able to use that service, and it, it went perfectly. Uh, Ava, would you like to talk about that?
1: Okay, so I was going through a rough patch in my life, and I was sort of eating my feelings, and <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> and so uh, we, what were we doing? We were about to do like a, a class, yeah. <laughs> and I think it was like a weekend class or something. So I was getting all my gear together. And I try on my belt, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, it doesn't even! I can't even get it. I, I literally can't get it around my waist." She's like, "What is this? A belt for ants?" Literally, I was just like, <laughs> "Is this my belt? Did I accidentally take somebody else's belt and they took my belt? Because like, what happened? Did I wash it in the you know in the washing machine and uh, put it in the dryer too long? Like, I I'm so confused." Nope. So, yeah, so we, we hit you up and we were like, Hey, we need a bigger belt, just a few inches, you know, (laughs) six. And, uh, (laughs) and you were on top of it.
0: That happens. You know?
2: And the great thing is you were like, just, uh, we've already got a process in place for this, do this. And we, we did the process just like every, every Tom, Dick and Harry has to. And it was, it was fast and quick and she took the class and it was great. I love it. I think that's awesome.
1: Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Well. and the well, best when, part is actually right. like I didn't mean to cut you off but no, I actually have to send it back because I'm no longer eating my feelings. I've gained control of my life and yeah, I need a smaller belt now.
0: <laughs> well, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it's
1: not easy. It takes a lot of discipline. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Sean, you're just I'm jealous. I'm just rolling my eyes over here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh one of the other things I mentioned was like how we had to pay $13 for shipping for this empty box yeah. and so We decided to do completely free shipping on everything that's on our website. It's free shipping, make it simple, make it easy for people. So, uh, we try to like provide like the total package as far as customer service goes, where you cannot come up with a reason not to buy a belt from us. And that is our goal.
2: It's awesome. Now let's talk pricing because that's another reason. Uh, I do remember that the first like nylon belt that I bought, it cost me like 95 bucks or something. It had a Cobra buckle. It was, it was, I mean, similar like type of belt, but God, it was so expensive. And I was, right. I remember being irritated. This was a few years ago. Just like, how the hell does this cost so much money? Like, so tell us about your prices and kind of tell us how you hit that price
0: point. So, um, you know, we wanted to, we wanted to like provide, like I said, like the best all around package. So we knew that we had to be really competitive on pricing. And since we are making everything in house, you know, we are the manufacturer and we're the retailer that helps us uh, with pricing where we're not having to outsource our manufacturing to someone else, which a lot of these companies do. So because we're making everything in house, it gives us a, a, a better edge on pricing. So like, for example, like a standard one and a half inch Cobra belt, which is what we started originally making, uh, those are $55 with free shipping. Our hybrid EDC belt, which is the one that has the, the we did the Kickstarter for, that one has a smaller female Cobra buckle, and that one fits through your belt loops. And that is by far our most popular EDC belt, and it's like the thing we're known for. It's been a huge hit, and it really, really is an awesome, awesome belt. But that one is $65 with free shipping. However, we have some belts. We have a belt called the low-profile belt and a mm-hmm. belt called the SR EDC belt that are... Uh $30 shipped. And they are perfectly functional EDC belts. In fact, they're the exact same as our other EDC belts. The only difference is the buckle. And these belts work great. But yeah, $30 shipped, which is like I think an amazing deal for a really functional made in the USA, shipped for free EDC belt.
1: Absolutely. I'm actually looking at the low profile EDC belt now. You you've yes. worn one. Okay. Sean.
2: Uh, well, because I have one and you wore it one day when okay. we were training.
1: Let's not get carried away. Oh, All no, right.
2: you did. We have pictures.
1: Okay. So <laughs> so obviously this belt is Velcro, so it's adjustable in sizing, okay? Right. It's not that adjustable. <laughs> okay. You are you know what? <laughs> but I, I actually think I maybe prefer this one a little bit more than the buckles.
0: Sure. Yeah. So the, the low profile is actually our second best selling belt and it has a really slim polymer buckle up front like buckles kind of like not even what it is it's just like a little polymer loop mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's like a really really simple belt but it's also like it, it lives up to the name of being low profile so it's really good for appendix inside the waistband carry and it's really good if you just want something that's like small and really lightweight
1: so i'm um, sure that it would be good for, in good for air travel
0: too well, it'd yeah. probably
1: be a little bit more popular with females, I would think. It since actually it's a little is, less it's, bulky. it is,
0: yeah, it's the one I recommend to females unless they want a cover buckle. Yeah. Because it's, yeah, it's, it's really small, small buckle.
2: Hmm. Makes a lot of sense. I love that. I mean, and then you've got, uh, you've got some stuff that's pricier and like a lot more feature packed as well with your range and duty belts, which is kind of your yeah. inner and outer. Tell us about those.
0: So yeah, uh, we have a, we call it the double belt rig. Again, we're really unoriginal with names, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> You know, it's, it tells people what it is. It's an inner outer belt system. It, the inner belt, there's two different types of inner belt and the inner belt goes through your belt loops. And then the outer belt has Velcro on it that attaches to the inner belt Velcro. The outer belt goes over top of the inner belt and over top of your belt loops. And the outer belt is like a load bearing belt. So there's two versions. There's one that's just like a standard 1.75 inch outer belt. And then there's one that has Molly loops all the way around it so you can attach uh Molly compatible pouches and gear and all that stuff to it and these are designed for you know they're tactical belts they're designed for like at the range they're designed for law enforcement we have a lot of like SWAT teams using them and like narcotics teams and stuff like that and military uh, a lot of guys in the military are also using this belt so
1: you have um, this belt
2: right Sean? I do it's actually my competition belt that I use
1: yeah um, this actually because I mean, this seems pretty ideal. So you don't have to keep taking all of your stuff off. Exactly. So
0: you you can like our inner belt, especially if you get the low profile inner EDC belt, it's actually the belt we just talked about, the low profile EDC Uh belt. It's that belt, but with loop Velcro sewn around the outside. And it's an awesome inner belt because it's a completely functional belt. It actually holds your pants up really well, which a lot of inner belts don't really do that. Yeah. And it's also like a really solid platform to mount the outer belt, but it's, the really great thing about it is you can use it as an EDC belt. Like if you're going to the range, you get in your car, you know, you can have your concealed carry inside the waistband holster. And then when you get to the range, you can switch over to the more tactical setup.
1: Yeah. So it's really,
0: really great option for people
1: who want to do that. Yep. All I, right, cool. I, I'm adding this to my Hanukkah list. Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, actually, I, I totally agree. I love it. I love the, And honestly, I mean, there's companies that do this. The Blue Alpha is the best one I have. I have Double Alpha Academy. I freaking hate that. Literally running a competition and it came undone and the Velcro like literally just like came off all except for one piece. So it looked like I was dragging a big, huge tail behind me, but it was a tail (laughs) filled with all my mags. Wait, so you look like a furry? (laughs) (laughs) It was, it was bad. And I got to say, like I've used Blue Alpha gear since, since we met Kurt a few years ago. They're literally the only belts that I use these days and uh, I love them. Thank you. Yeah man, it's it's it definitely is good stuff. And like you said, you became the the people who'd who'd kinda change things and I, I absolutely love that.
0: Yeah, that's always been our goal, which is like be well rounded and do everything well. Totally agree.
2: All right, we're talking to Kurt Sills from Blue Alpha Gear. We're gonna take a quick break and hear from our friends over at Hackett Equipment. Ava?
1: So I was thinking when we interviewed Greg from Hackett Equipment, he mentioned that he lives in Chicago Okay, and he lives in like a skyrise building. So when he's going to the range, he obviously wants to be discreet. He doesn't want to be in the elevator, you know, with a big, huge range bag. And now all of his neighbors know that he owns guns, especially in Chicago. Um, in addition to that, you know, some people are anti-guns. So it's like, why tick off the uh, snowflakes? Why make yourself a target? Yeah, exactly. Um, so what's great about the... The bags, whether it's the Big Bertha or the EDC, I mean, they both are very discreet. You wouldn't realize, you know, just by looking at it that they're a range bag. It mm-hmm. just looks like a typical backpack.
2: Yeah, I definitely like that. All my backpacks are like covered in molly and patch material and, and shooting patches and all that stuff. If I lived like in the suburbs and in a city, yeah, I would get mugged every day.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I'm telling you, like, because I used to live in New York City and the elevators, I mean, you could be waiting to get on the elevator for a while and- Everybody else on your floor is sitting there, we're all looking at each other. (laughs) I mean it's it could get awkward. So yeah. So I would definitely if you live in the big cities or if you don't, I still would recommend this bag regardless, because it's awesome. If you guys go to their website, hackatequipment.com, use the code GunFunny, and that gets you ten percent off.
2: All right. Sounds awesome. We're back with Kurt Sills from Blue Alpha Gear. Kurt, I've got a question for you. You're known Throughout the industry as dollar, dollar bill, man. <laughs> uh, one time you dressed up in like, just, t- you know what I'm talking about. Tell us what yeah. happened and how that happened and everything.
0: Sure. So um, a few years ago, I saw that high point firearms made a high point C9 with a factory hundred dollar bill finish on it. Mm-hmm. And I did what every man did when they saw that gun, which is say, I have to have that. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's a collectible. I need to have it. So I bought a, I bought a, the high point with a hundred dollar bill finish on it. And then, you know, I thought, well, how can I really make myself look stupid? So then I bought some hundred dollar bill, I guess pajamas, a sweatsuit, you might call it, <laughs> and then wore it in public at the IV 8888 range day a couple of years ago. And we made like a fun little short video and it, mm. it was, yeah. It was fun. It was all just to entertain myself. Yeah. Which is, which is truly
2: awesome. Now I got to say, you you mentioned yourself in the in in our show notes as a casual high point enthusiast. Yeah, we laughed. And we had a good laugh. I, I too, was like,
1: oh, did we really? We invited him on the show and he's going to put this in the show notes?
2: I, too, am yeah. a casual high point
0: enthusiast. <laughs> so but again, you, you, just Sean like. Sean also part of the, the, the C9 or high point brotherhood. Yes. The mo- yeah.
1: The only difference between you and Kurt, though, is Kurt just did it for laughs. You did it to be a high point operator.
2: <laughs> well, that's true. You can buy the <laughs> shirt at gunfunny.com.
1: <laughs> you like how I just slipped that in there? I do. So speaking, cur- wait, hold on. So speaking of, um, of Iraq veteran eighty-eight range day, I noticed you guys had sewing machines. Yeah, kind of going so, back to what you were talking about. So, what was yeah. the purpose behind it? Were you allowing people to sew their own belts, or
0: so? Um, we brought a sewing machine this year. We, we make these little key lanyards. Uh, a lot of people use them just to, like clip their keys onto their belt loops and like shove their keys in their pockets. There's like a million other uses you can use them for, but we decided that we were going to bring the sewing machine out there and, you know, make these on site and just hand them out to people. And while we were there, I had the idea like, Oh man, I should find all of my industry friends that I know are going to suck at sewing and, you know, have them come over and try to actually sew one of these. Did you Boy, have them? Was that hilarious. Did you have
1: them sign a waiver before this, though? I should have. Yeah, should that's have. what Pro- I'm thinking.
0: Probably yeah. because
2: it was a little bit. It, those machines are scary.
1: Oh, I know. Why do you think I haven't learned? <laughs> yeah. The minute I press my foot on that thing and it starts going all fast, and I'm like, uh, ah, yeah. you yeah. know, I feel like I'm gonna lose a finger or two.
0: So yeah, my- it was. It was a real. It was. It was pretty funny.
2: Yeah, mine was actually pretty good. I just didn't go far enough on one of the things, and that's gonna eat yeah. me alive forever until I do it again. Yeah. Uh So Aaron's was by far the worst, I think, of
0: everyone. Yeah. Uh, who yeah.
2: Who was the best?
0: So uh we probably Adam Kraut. Yeah, that's what Adam I was gonna Kraut. say. Yeah, he said he's he's a Boy Scout. So I mean, I don't well, know. I'm sure he's like an he's an Eagle Scout now. But yeah, I'll mm-hmm. call him a Boy Scout. <laughs> uh, he said that his nickname used to be Mister Mom. So he was basically a ringer. He stepped right up to the sewing machine and pretty much nailed it the first time. That, uh, that's pretty. We awesome. also had. Uh Jeremy do it, which was it was cool to see Jeremy do some some domestic activities. He's <laughs> not typically known for that. No. <laughs> Unless <laughs> but also um John Lovell from Warrior Poet Society. He uh he did okay the first time he did it, but then he got tried to do it again but do it fast and he screwed it all up. Uh Mr. Guns and Gear did it and Such did it. Such did a pretty good job.
1: Nice awesome.
2: Yeah. So, so Aaron and Jeremy, the the idiots.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've heard you say before that you've had a few companies create knockoffs of your products. Is that still um, a problem? Do you think it'll always be a problem?
0: Well, I mean, so belts are like a clothing item. It's really hard to, you like you can't really patent it. That's okay. You know, we're not really worried about that. And there's been some people who have been, we'll just say very inspired by us, but, uh, but that's also okay because like I said, we try to be the total package and there's things that we do that other people just can't really compete with, even if they can make a a product that is at least visually similar. I would argue that it's not the same, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's not something we're worried about. Lately though, there was a, um, this is, this was funny. There was some cheap Chinese fake knockoff Cobra buckle belt that was being sold on some super sketchy scam website, yep. but they decided to steal a bunch of our video content and use it to market their belt. Wow. Which was kind of annoying and kind of hilarious all at the same time. Cause it's like, I'm watching this video on some like scam website and like, I'm in the video.
2: <laughs> I know it's <laughs> so me. awesome.
0: <laughs> so, uh, it was kind of funny. And then of course I, you know, talked to all of our social media followers and basically told them to go go annoy these guys and they have, they eventually took the video down. I'm sure it's back up the next day, Yeah, you know, because they're dirtbags, but without question. Yeah. But yeah, that stuff's going to happen. But like I said, there's enough people that really want, like they want a high quality product. They want the best customer service they can get. And so that's our goal is to provide them with that. And so far it's been going pretty well for us. And we're not too worried about competition.
2: Love it. Kurt, the, uh, The journey of a small businessman, I mean, like you guys mentioned, you kind of started doing this, you started doing one Eh. thing, you did another thing, you were doing it out of Jesse's garage and then you moved to some, some space where you actually had it outside the garage. You had a place, then you moved to a bigger place. And now you have even once again, expanded into the, the building or the, the room or the, whatever it is next door to you. So like, tell us, tell us about that. Like, was there ever a time where you just thought about hanging it up? Like uh, talk about the journey, (laughs) man.
0: I'd say um, our lowest moment was probably right before we started sewing belts because we were kind of getting annoyed with the whole Kydex thing. And, you know, it was a lot of work and we weren't really enjoying it that much. But once we started doing belts, it kind of like clicked for us really well where we we're like, okay, we like this way better. This fits us a lot better. And I think we're on to something. But yeah, we started in Jesse's garage. And when I say garage, I mean like one third of a garage. <laughs> It was really cramped in there. We had two cheap sewing machines that we've since upgraded quite a bit. But yeah, we were there for, let's see, probably about eight months, no, eight or nine months before we moved into a quote unquote shop. And that shop was like 800 square feet, but it had like rooms with doors. So we thought we were like, like, wow, this place has doors. Like we're, we're we're living it up. (laughs) We can be in different rooms from each other. (laughs) And unfortunately, or fortunately, I guess, business was so good that we only lasted in that space for 11 months. And then we moved into the space where we're currently at. The space we're currently at is is 2,000 square feet. And we moved in there in January of this year. And then, yeah, like you said, we actually just got the keys to the shop next door, which is 1,500 square feet a couple days ago. So now we're moving again. So it's awesome to be growing that quickly. I'm sick of moving furniture and I'm yeah. sick of moving sewing machines and I'm sick of carrying stuff up and downstairs. But, uh, that's one of the, the, the blessings of our success, I guess, is getting to carry furniture. So a couple nights ago, it was like one or 2 AM and we were moving heavy equipment up and downstairs trying to move into this new space that we just got. But yeah, we went from one third of a garage to 3,500 square feet and, uh, just shy of three
1: years.
2: Wow. So awesome. I love, I love it. And I mean, you guys, you're both awesome. We get to hang out an awful lot. We go to a lot of the same events and a lot of the content creators and things. I mean, so you guys have been successful. You've been successful for all your own reasons because you guys are who you are and because you've really tried to make sure that you do things in the right way. You guys have done a lot of kind of content creator marketing as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, um, I believe that, the internet and social media is, is the future as far as marketing is concerned. And also it's where you have the most fun. Like, why would I want to like do anything that's not fun? So the social media stuff is fun. Like you can make it as fun as you want. You get to be yourself and you get to hang out with cool people and Sean. Cool
2: people. <laughs> and not, not very cool people. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, gosh. Yeah. You get to see me at my best. Oh yeah. I've
0: seen you. (laughs) I I know you have. Uh, it's so (laughs) ridiculous.
1: So what are your future plans?
0: That's a, that's a, yeah, that's a great question. So we grow at a rate where it's kind of hard to plan. Uh, (laughs) cause when we, when we try to plan, uh, we end up things happening faster than we, we expect. But right now, as far as products go, we're uh, about to launch a a line of law enforcement belts where it's going to be similar to our 1.75 inch inner outer belt systems, except these will be two inch inner outer belt systems that are specifically designed for like patrol officers. So cops that want to have something that's a little nicer, I'd say a lot nicer than some of like the uncle Mike's belts that are out there no that are currently being used by a lot of our law enforcement. We want to give them a better choice.
2: Awesome. Yeah, I think that is amazing. I can't wait to honestly see what you guys do. Uh I may sound like a little bit of a fanboy a, a couple times during this
1: show. Yeah, I mean, there was definitely a few awkward moments where you're just like, Kurt, yeah. I love you. And he's yeah, all, okay, there, there. Yeah, feelings mutual, little buddy. And you're <laughs> yeah, like, but no, bit. I don't think yeah. it is.
0: Sean always touches my butt after like two beers. Oh,
1: I'm sure. Oh, yeah.
0: W- without question. I mean, at
1: this point, whose butt yeah. is he not touching? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
2: touching my own right now. <laughs> no, but I I, I do love companies that do things in what i think is the right way and uh, you guys are always fun to be around i love your products i love how you brought change to the market like there's already the evil nylon guys out there Mm -hmm. the the evil belt guys that call me the c word and things like that and you guys are like the mr rogers of that you're nice fun but you know how to fuck shit up too you got called the c word (laughs) well i didn't personally but there's a company that's known for doing stuff like that oh
1: yeah, I was like, dang, <laughs> usually I get called the C word, ha- but you too. And
2: having like 60 <laughs> week lead times, things like that, you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So for listeners who would like to find you, where can they?
0: So, um, we are at blue alpha gear on Facebook and on Instagram. Come follow along. We try to have some fun and I, uh, you know, that's a, uh, how do I you stop thinking very, for a second there. <laughs> now you had
2: a stroke. It's in the air. I
0: think. it, Yeah, I think it came all the way over here from, well, from it's, Colorado. It's
2: Monday. Yeah, don't worry. I gave At it to Blue you. Blue Alpha
0: Gear <laughs> on Instagram and Facebook, and then I'll just shut up and try to say instead <laughs> of saying something interesting. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh No, that's awesome, man. I appreciate it, and I know that you guys actually do have awesome Blue Alpha Gear as well, like shirts and all kinds of stuff. You just yeah, came out yeah. with new
0: hats. Yeah. We just came out with hats. Yeah. Hats on the website. I think the the cool thing about our hats is we're actually embroidering them in house. So we try to like be in control of our manufacturing as much as possible. Yeah. So one area we thought we could, we wanted to have hats, but we knew if we're going to have hats, we want to embroider them ourselves. So yeah, that's one thing we're working on right now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I've been wearing my blue alpha gear hat since I got it in Georgia. In fact, Ava caught me the other day. I was wearing the same shirt you're wearing the, the gray and black blue alpha gear shirt and my gray and black blue alpha gear hat. And we were standing in line at the dollar store. And yeah, uh, yeah it's,
1: she, it's a long story. We don't normally shop at the dollar store. Yeah. We were working on a project and we wanted to go a little cheap. All right. <laughs> yes, Jesus, you're going to blow my cover. I know. You it, couldn't have been awful. like, oh, we were in Target and you know, you had to just go and say the dollar store. and Now nope. people think we're trash.
2: <laughs> so yeah, I think she sent you a picture and was like, did you guys hire Sean or something? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah you,
1: I'll be honest. You look good. <laughs> <laughs> And you're like, no, he's just a fanboy, and I'm about to get All a right. restraining order. That'll do.
2: <laughs> we're not supposed to talk about that. <laughs> uh, Kurt, you got a bit to hang out with us for the rest of the show? Absolutely. All right, man. Now we're going to take a quick brief moment and talk about our friends over at the Canadian.
1: Matador Arm. I don't, so- know,
2: I don't know why he brought up their Canadian. I just think it's nice because they're nice.
1: Well, yeah. And they're also, I mean, they're killing it in, Cana- in Canada. In Canada. Canada, yeah, whatever. Can That's all right. You know, a place that like guns really don't exist. So, what, uh, you know. Oh, they do. They do.
2: Yeah. But just There's lots of guns in Canada.
1: All right. So you recently put the Express Mag release on your 1022.
2: Yeah. Just the other day. So I've been working on my 1022 for a while. I just replaced the receiver with a BRN22 receiver. I had an 80% before, and that was leaving me less than satisfied. So I put a new receiver on it. I. I've got a carbon fiber barrel. I've got the Magpul stock. And then I just got a Vortex optic and some rings for it. And literally the last thing, oh, and I've got a can for it. All right. Yeah, it's
1: cool. Humble brag.
2: The literal last thing that I had to do was replace the mag release with that Express mag release. It was awesome. It was like a two minute install and uh, I can already tell it's going to make a big difference. So nice. Yeah, definitely go check those out. Matadorarms.com. Coupon code is.
1: What is the coupon
2: code? Gunfunny10, Ava. Yeah. Oh, you thought you could trap me?
1: No, but I'm just like, I, why does it always got to be my job to say the, cu- the coupon codes?
2: Uh, you, I can barely do even you, talk. Do you really want to know? You really want
1: to know? <laughs> no.
2: Because it's a discount and you're Jewish.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Before the show. Uh, if you thought that was funny, wait until you hear about Sean embarrassing himself, acting like a female. Well,
2: Kurt, don't take this the wrong way. But uh, so we do voices on our prank calls. And Matador Arms does sponsor our prank call segment, by the way. And before mm-hmm. the show, I was like, "Well, let's since Kurt's on the show today, let's use this one because I don't want to embarrass myself in front of someone I respect."
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I laughed so hard.
2: <laughs> All right, I, I guess that's enough of a lead-up. Here we go.
0: Regina's back. It's time for prank calls with Malcolm and Gertrude. Hi.
2: Thank you for calling. This uh, is How may I help you? yeah, yes. So my name is Regina. I was just wondering if I could. Uh, I've been doing a lot of dating sites, and it's not going well. I just wonder if maybe I could come in and uh, take some pictures with firearms. Is that going to be okay? Uh, yeah, that's fine. All right. Now, would well, which ones do you think would get me the best uh, reaction and response on the dating websites? I don't know, sir. Have a nice day, Wait, sir. Um, excuse me. Did you just assume my gender? <laughs> <God>. <laughs> All right. First off, she did not care about anything that I was calling about. <laughs> she was so annoyed.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know if she was annoyed. She was just like, "All right, creep. Have a nice day." <laughs> exactly.
2: I'd be like, "Well, uh, how are you feeling?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we don't normally get hung up on. It's only when we call big box stores. Usually. Yeah. It's like the older the person who answers the phone is or the bigger a corporation owns it, I can Well, the, much well they don't
1: care. That's the thing. Like mom pop stores, they care about the customer service. Yeah. big, bo- You know, they're just hired and their real boss is like off in the Bahamas somewhere. They don't care.
2: Yeah. So that one was short and sweet. Uh, Regina did make some more phone calls. We'll play those in coming episodes.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> Needless to say, a lot of people are totally fine with the fact that yeah, They're totally fine with you coming into the store and taking pictures of, with their guns. <laughs>
2: we we did a lot it's, of those calls today and uh, yeah, a lot of people are totally fine with it, guys. So selfies in gun stores, that's a new thing. Hashtag selfies in gun stores. Uh, Kurt, <laughs> what would you do if Regina called you?
0: Oh, that's a that's a great question. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I'd be for- forced to be really nice to her. Yep.
1: Okay, so yeah. honestly, I wanted to call and prank you guys today, but Sean mm-hmm. said no. Cause I was like, well, Kurt's probably not going to answer the phone and it'll yeah, be funny. Gotten, and then
0: You'd have gotten Jesse's wife and she's like oh, super, great. super nice and polite. <laughs> oh God. And you would I have felt it... guilty like right away. Yep. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I feel guilty about a lot of these calls.
0: <laughs>
2: I think it's funny.
0: Uh, I think, I think honestly, it would have been. If someone fun. called me and asked like, if they wanted like honest advice and like what guns would work best for a dating website, I'm like, you know what? I actually think that I'm a, I'm a, I could help with that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because you've been on a million dating websites? No, because it's a dollar. No, because I know firearms. Yeah. Dollar,
2: dollar bill high point. That's how, that's how. Exactly, exactly.
1: I,
0: I'm, I'm fashionable.
2: You could use my gun.
0: <laughs> yeah. I have a high point right here next to me inside of a, a pizza holster. What? So I think that says a lot about me.
2: Yeah. That really does. Is it loaded?
0: Uh, it is not. Okay. No.
2: So you're not using it for protection. Good uh i mean i could throw it <laughs> all right i love it hey ava
1: Yes. there's
2: this other company that we have to talk about and we just got a huge box from them
1: yeah polymer 80 so they just released the pf940 cls which if you guys don't know what that is it is the opposite of the 19x the Glock, the glock 19x and we just got them in the mail we're giving one away do you know what that code is I'm going to I'm gonna talk while you look that up. Okay, Sean? What
2: code?
1: Or not the code, but the website where people can to enter the giveaway. Gunfunny.com slash P80. Okay, there you go. So guys, we are giving away a frame, polymer 80 CL frame. And if you guys want to enter, all you have to do is go to gunfunny.com slash P80. Yep, that's it. And know. enter your first name, your email, and that... And then know, you're entered. Yep, then you're entered and we will... We'll go live on Facebook and Instagram first week of November, and we'll uh, we'll call out the winner.
2: It's going to be awesome. So go go register to win uh, all those Polymer80 stuffs. D- uh, did we say the coupon code yet?
1: Oh, coupon code is GUNFUNNY, and that gets you 10% off. Any- and that's
2: at polymer Yep. All right. You know, we've got some, a product to talk about. I'm pretty excited, and here we go.
0: Tactic Talk. Discussing popular guns and gear. Love it? Hate it? Find out now.
2: So here's the thing. Uh, We had a company call us. I think we've actually talked about it on the show. I know I've talked about it on other places, so uh, I don't remember exactly what we said. But anyway, guy called Ava. Ava was talking to him. I could tell that the conversation wasn't going great. I was like, let me talk to him. Let me talk to him.
1: Well, before this, he actually had emailed me quite a few times. And he even said like, oh, I have a bunch of students that want to take your class, but oh, they yeah. only want to train with the safety bullet. And again, I was like, all right, that's cool, but I'm still not interested.
2: Yeah, oh. it, it was. Yeah. So the product is actually called the safety bullet. And let me tell you what it is, because I ordered some. We're going to record a video very soon. The safety bullet is this. He he thinks that if a child picks up a gun and accidentally pulls the trigger, that his product would come into play. And what it is, it's a plastic type of round loaded into a cartridge with a real live primer inside that plastic is a nail. Basically what happens is once that primer pops, the pressure pushes that plastic into the chamber and that nail comes up through the plastic. And what it does is a nail is shaped, you know, where it's thin at the tip and gets wider towards the base. As that pushes through, it lodges the plastic piece in your chamber. So at that point, your your firearm is completely disabled and can't just be racked. And then a real round racked in it. From there, they send you a little dalrin, which is a type of plastic rod that you have to jam down inside the gun and dislodge the, the, it pushes the nail back down through the plastic, dislodges the plastic, and then racks the slide. Basically VSO gun channel on YouTube. He did a review of these as well, and it was not easy to push that rod down and through. So for me and Ava, we, we kind of talked about it and we talked about it like long before this phone call. And I don't think that's a great way to train. Like, I don't know. Could it possibly save a life? Yeah, absolutely. Could it also possibly cost a life? And I think that's also the thing. And that's what I was trying to tell the guy. I was like, hey, look, I totally understand. It's your product. You love it. You support it. Here's why I don't think it's the best idea. And then he kept going, kept going. So I was like, all right, look, you know, what about the the woman who has an abusive ex-boyfriend or something? And she goes, and, uh, she goes and takes a, takes a concealed carry course to get her concealed carry. And then she buys a gun based on the recommendation of a guy, a salesman at a gun store. And then she takes that gun home and she never thinks about it again. And then it's a year later, it's three o'clock in the morning. She hears someone breaking into her house. Uh, she reaches in her nightstand. She grabs that gun. She pulls the trigger. And now that gun is no longer functional as a firearm. And there's just not going to be time to locate the rod, press it out. I mean, it's, it's game over at that point. You've disabled the thing that you were relying on to save your life. and. And he said, Ava, uh, uh, he
1: said, obviously, we don't care about children's lives and yeah. we're, we're children killers or whatever.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, he, he was first. He was like, uh, well, you know, if you're going to just lose your mind in, in some type of moment of stress and forget everything in the universe. Uh, well, I guess that's just on you. And I was like, no, it's it's, you know, you it, and it, I, we're going to be fine. Right. Because we train, we think about these things. Just like there's a lot of guys out there that don't carry one in the chamber, like uh, Israeli style, and they rack on on draw. They can do it fast and they can do it effective, but that's a very small percentage of actual people, and that's not people necessarily living in the in the real world. And then he was basically uh, the guy was like, "Oh, uh, you hate kids, or you don't care if kids die," and just hung up on us.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, yeah, so that that is the product, Kurt. What are your thoughts <laughs> on this product? <laughs> <laughs> Look, if I'm wrong, I want you to tell me, man.
0: No, man, you're not wrong. Uh, I think it's weird that, I mean, you could, oh man, it just seems like it's, it's going to do more harm than good. And I don't think that that's a really a, a good, if you want to train to a product, that's not the type of thing you want to like, that's just a really specific weird thing to train for. And I think like number one, it just goes back to like, if you want to keep a kid from pulling the trigger on one of your guns. It's, it's really up to you to be responsible as a parent to have that firearm in a safe place. And if the kids are touching the gun, then you've already kind of failed in that, in that scenario. And I don't know, this guy is like the way that they do business, their marketing tactics, everything about it just seems shady, weird. I don't like it.
1: Remember when he also challenged you to a duel? He said, pick anywhere in the in the country, I'll meet you, and my safety bullet, I'll be able to access it quicker than you can with any locking mechanism.
2: Yeah, and I'm like, apparently this guy has never heard of RFID or fingerprint or, you know, (laughs) biometric solutions or keys or...
1: I got to say, right now, so I just clicked on his website, and I kind of feel bad for bashing the guy right now because... Um, his website's down. It says, my home is gone. It's on the bottom of the Gulf of Mexico. My warehouse was leveled. What the wind did not take, the looters did. Until I can find another place, buy the tools needed and get components ordered, I am dead in the water. Any orders we get in, I will refund and we can't take any new orders because I can't fill them. I basically oh, lost wow. it all, but I still have my truck and the clothes I'm wearing. My sister sent me money to get to her place so I have a place to stay, blah, blah, blah. I- so, he gone. <laughs> That's terrible actually. Yeah, I, I know. wow.
2: Well so that was as a you, <laughs> twist there. Holy
1: crap, I know. Like literally I just clicked on his website and I was like, What the hell? And I started reading this as you were talking. And it's just this huge yeah. long letter of his unfortunate events.
2: Yeah, I, I feel for the guy. Like I legitimately I don't wish him harm or anything. I don't like the man. But yeah, I'm really sorry to hear about it, that strange turn of events. Well, just think, though, but, all the guns that the looters took, at least they aren't going to kill anyone with it because they're going to jam right. the barrel. They're all jammed. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Geez. Well, I'm sorry, uh, Mike. That That's actually pretty terrible. I still don't like your product, though.
1: Yeah. All, all right. right.
2: No, I'm literally depressed now, Ava. Thank you for that. That's uh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> After we bash them and then this... <laughs> Uh, that really wasn't planned. I just clicked on his website and then and saw that.
2: Goodness, well, uh, let's
1: let's just read some iTunes reviews.
2: Yeah, I feel like I need to play Taps or something yeah. after that. Oh uh, man. Moving on. So we have iTunes reviews and Facebook reviews, and uh, people leave them, and we love them, and we read them. So if you haven't left one, go to Facebook or iTunes, search for Gun Funny, and uh, leave us a review or a recommendation. Uh, we truly, truly appreciate it. First off, this week is from DSPYK77. Says five stars. Great podcast. I'm a big fan of the entire firearms radio network. Woo. woo. Yeah. yeah Ra- will you right. raise the roof?
1: I'm raising it. All right. They perfect. just can't see it
2: as I am. a yeah, delivery,
0: I'm raising it over here too. Just he, so you know.
2: And he actually is. We can and see it. And he can it. pretty much touch, can touch the roof. <laughs> he actually can. He can touch every ceiling because Kurt is what? Six. Four.
0: Yeah, 6'5". 6'5".
1: Who's counting, though? <laughs> from me.
2: Yeah, my bad. My bad. <laughs> uh, as I am a delivery driver with 13 hours of work per day to fill with podcasts, Gun Funny is my go-to if I need something to lighten the mood and have a good laugh yet still learn about guns, products, and people in our industry. Keep it up, Ava and Sean. Uh Thank you very much, disbyk five seven seven. Yes, thank you. Not Sean Heron says, five stars Gun Funny. This is actually not Sean Heron, so it's true. <laughs> Uh, this is a really good podcast. If you love guns and want to have a good laugh, this is a podcast for you. I've really grown to love this show. My favorite part of the podcast is the prank calls Sean spelled wrong, which is funny because he spelled it right in the first part, but S E A and in the second part, Sean and Ava definitely have a good sense of humor. Keep up the good work. So thank you. Not Sean Heron. Appreciate that. And last but not least, Papa bear two, two, three, five stars. Tremendous. Great podcast. Had me hollering at work. My coworkers thought I lost my mind, but I don't give a fuck. This podcast is Tremendous. The prank call are way too funny. I can't get enough of them. Only downside to this podcast is since I started listening, I bought an AK and now I'm interested in buying ap P8019, Uh, and that's the PF940C. If for anyone else who wants to buy it, coupon code GUNFUNNY10. Lord help my wallet. Keep up the great work, Ava and Sean. You guys
0: just got a new fan.
1: Lord help my wallet. <laughs>
0: Those people just need to learn to just like just own it. Like, yeah like those things you bought them and you're happy so yeah, exactly we no gave, blame it on someone else own it yeah we gave you joy yeah exactly <laughs> uh
2: so we, we pick a winner right we, yeah i think we let kurt pick the winner all right all right
0: oh, uh no. winner um
1: kurt's like but i wasn't even paying attention <laughs> <laughs> well, i was paying attention
0: papa bear 223 because he said hollering all right boom
1: there you go contact us get get in touch with us. you know through, what amazes me what? is how many people listen to the show the minute it comes out i know because it's... every winner literally contacts me the same day that it's published and they're like i, I won yeah and i'm like you guys are, we just published it like five minutes ago how did you even listen <laughs> I, don't, I haven't it's pretty even, crazy yeah,
0: that is awesome they so, just skip to the end probably <laughs> right
2: <laughs> that's great that that's why i listen yeah minutes okay are like, yeah. <laughs> all
1: right kurt well bye nice knowing you thanks
2: <laughs> all right it is time to start wrapping this thing up. Ava. Sean. If you want to find us, you can find <laughs> us at gunfunny.com. You can find us all over the internet, all the social media sites that actually matter. So MySpace, MeWe, you know, stuff like that. No, I'm just kidding. Facebook, <laughs> Instagram, YouTube, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Twitter, all the good stuff. You can find, uh, you know, the show and all the giveaways, everything. It's mm-hmm. all gunfunny.com. It's got links to everything.
1: And where, what was that giveaway for the Palm dot
2: Gunfunny.com slash P80. Nice. P80. All right. Just in case there's anyone who's not sure. So, actually, this show is actually funded. Uh, editing is paid for and everything through uh, the generosity of our Patreons. You can go to patreoncom gunfunny. There's all kinds of different levels that you can get, but, you know, there's shout outs on the show, t shirts. You get entered in extra special giveaways that are pretty awesome.
1: I mean, for $5, you get entered into our monthly giveaway and we're mm-hmm. always giving away cool stuff. We do. Every month. And then on top of that, when we reach certain amounts of Patreons, we give away other things like now we're giving away a of a equipment bag. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so lots uh, of opportunities for giveaways. Uh, $1, you get access to our Facebook. And group. we're,
2: we're going to give away one of the new PF940CLs to Patreons only, right?
1: Yeah, we're going to do that as we're well. We're going to do that so. sometime in the next month. Mm-hmm.
2: So that'll be cool. But again, thank you to our editor Kenny Ortega. He does a fantastic job, and your Patreon pledges help pay for that kind of stuff like that. We've got four 25 five dollar month Patreons. Ava, what are their names?
1: Well, we got a new one, and that's Ryan Morrison. Congrats! I'm surprised because I think that kid hates me. But you know, yeah, I mean, maybe he's maybe got he good did agree. Yeah, well, well, okay. Why did I just agree? <laughs> You're All like, right. yeah, no, yeah, I yeah, totally... he does. <laughs> he hates me, and I understand. No. Uh, All right, so Corbin Bonafide. Yep. Iraq Veteran eight 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 eight. Yeah.
2: I'll give him a hug in person and thank him for yeah, being okay. a Patreon. Yeah,
1: thanks. And touch his butt.
2: <laughs> I already do. That and was already foregone conclusion. I just figured,
1: yeah. And then Charger Arms yep. and Ryan Morrison.
2: Yeah, you said that name twice.
1: Yeah, well, you now, know. All
2: right. right. Oh, I'm
1: trying to get him to like me. You
2: got to double it to 50, buddy. We said your name <laughs> twice.
1: We, and then our king of the Patreon.
2: Yep. King of the Patreons for the, the biggest contributor through the Patreon program is going to be 2 A jewels. I actually uh, love the guy and his company. A great dude. And uh, Ava has a bunch of his jewelry.
1: I do. I love his jewelry. Um, So basically, they do... I know he just released uh, his rose gold jewelry, Mm -hmm. and he had that last year, and it sold out immediately. So he wants everyone to know that he has some back in stock. If they're interested, contact him on Facebook. Just go to 2A Jewels and place your order. Also, right now would be a good time to place your order for any Christmas gifts. I got a really nice uh, 2A Jewels bracelet last year for Christmas or Hanukkah. I don't know. Whatever.
2: I love it. Patreon.com slash gun to become a Patreon. Thanks to everyone who supports the show. Kurt Sills from blue alpha gear. Thanks so much for being here, man.
0: Uh, thank you guys for having me on. That was really fun.
1: Uh, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. And then once again, where can listeners find you?
0: So at blue alpha gear on Instagram and Facebook and blue is our website. Awesome. All right.
2: Sounds good. We'll catch all you guys next week. And uh, until then, Derchi.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: I didn't know what to say want to send feedback suggest a place to prank call tell us about a company or anything else go to gunfunny.com forward slash contact